Live from the Pacific Northwest, it's Portland Story Theater's Valentine's Day show, Kiss and Tell, Real True Stories. May the narrative be with you. So uh, I first met him 10 years before I dated him. Let's from now on just refer to him as Darth Vader. <laughs> I was 22 years old and I was visiting my friend Yanana in Berkeley. And she was in this amazing community in Berkeley, California, full of, she was in this like Afrocentric community of artists and intellectuals and spiritual seekers. And it was exciting for a Jersey girl like me. And one of the things that Yanana was doing at the time was she was a part of a Capoeira Angola group. So for those of you who don't know Capoeira, this particular type of Capoeira uh, was really uh, passed down from African slaves in uh, Brazil. And it really incorporated both the martial arts and the spiritual seeker side of the art form. And so one of the things that the Capoeira troupe had to do is they had to go into the forest and search for a stick, a large, tall branch that would speak to them, that would have a spiritual calling. And they would find this stick in the forest and then they would make an instrument out of it. And that instrument was what they performed with and played with in their, in their, when they did their martial arts. So I, here I was, you know, with her in the Berkeley Hills. And, you know, it was like the end of summer, so it was kind of parched, and we're up in the Berkeley Hills, just like, right, you know, kind of looking through the brush, trying to find a magic stick. And it was so exciting, the sun was setting, and I was like, this is so cool. And as I'm looking through, I look up, and I see him, this tall, thin, strong guy with, he was wearing all white, you know, because he's wearing his capoeira outfit. And he had this like helmet of woolly, gorgeous hair. And I was just struck. I mean, the Berkeley Hills were struck by lightning and all the bushes and sticks and everything was on fire. <laughs> and I saw him and we caught each other's eye and he comes up to me. I was just mesmerized. What's he gonna say? And he's like, hey. <laughs> and I was like, hey. You, you an honest friend? I was like, yeah. He's like, cool, all right, I'll see you. And that was it, the beauty. He didn't have to talk much, you know. And that was it, and I just, you know, two days later, I was back on a plane back to Jersey, and that was the end of that. Ten years later, I moved back. I mean, I moved to Oakland. I moved to Oakland. I mean, is it any wonder why? Um, and I was just like, you know, working as a union organizer, running campaigns. I was living the Oakland life. And I go to this party in my neighborhood, and there's this really beautiful party with all these gorgeous people. I'm sorry, can someone get me some water? Sorry, anyone get me some water? Um, and so, you know, we're all dancing, it's really fun, and then this drumming troupe walks in. Oh, thank you. Sorry about that. And so this sort of drummers walk in, and I was like, so excited, there's gonna be some African drummers, and there he was. 
there was Darth. He had the biggest drama of them all. And I was just like, mesmerized. I was like, what are the chances, you know, that I would see this guy again? And so, you know, they're drumming. And I'm kind of, you know, nonchalant, just trying to kind of dance over by him. But, you know, not look at him, just kind of look away, you know, the way we do. And I was like, God, I hope he remembers me. And he did. And after the party, he comes up to me, and, and we recognized each other and connected. And I thought, thank you, universe. You threw me a bone. Because at the time, I was actually super depressed. Uh, I, that job that I moved out to the Bay Area for, I loved it, but I was burnt out. If you've been a campaigner for long enough, I was just forced depleted. I had no energy, I was burnt out, I was depressed, and I just thought, lucky break that I met this powerful magic man. And so we started seeing each other after that. And it was like, what I learned about him was, he wasn't just like any old African drummer. You know, the kind you see at farmer's markets and like hippie drum circles at People's Park. Like this guy drummed for like Yoruba rituals. You know, the all night drumming sessions where people go into trances and they, they channel the Orishas. Like he was that kind of drummer. And I was like, whoa. I get to bask in the light of this like powerful spiritual drummer man. And it was all that I could think of and I was so excited. But you know, little by little, I started to get some clues that Darth kind of tilted toward the dark side. Um, and you know, so, I mean, it was magic, right? Uh, so he started to, you know, he was kind of mean. He had a mean streak. Um, and it was like he could like somehow funnel into your brain and know every weakness you had and just kind of poke it just right so uh, to cut you down. He also, um, he never wanted to make plans. Like he just, he was like, I'm in the universe. I'm traveling around. I can't make plans for dinner. Um, and you know, it was like, okay, you know, he's an artist. So I don't know what he's doing out there. Floating galaxies. I was like, all right, no, 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 no plans. We just see each other around. But the worst part for me, and if you know me enough, the worst part was he just would disappear. So we would have this intense time together and connection. And, you know, I mean, granted, it wasn't all verbal, but, you know, it was like powerful and he was speaking to me. And I thought, you know, we're making some progress here. And then he would just go, he would just disappear. So he would not return calls, like a day, a two, two days, a week, couple of weeks. And every time it was like painful. And I would wonder, did I do something wrong? Like, did I piss him off? Did I not say the right things? And then he would call, and you know, and I'd like conjure up enough energy, he's like, he's gonna call me, and I'm gonna be like, I'm done with you. And it never happened. He would call and I'd come running because he just had this power over me. And it wasn't like I didn't realize it was kind of wrong. I mean, there were the subtle clues, but you know, the real victims of any bad relationship are the girlfriends. I mean, truth be told, and my girlfriends, they were very clear. They're like, you cannot go back to this guy. He's terrible. But I just couldn't help it. I was weak. And I just wanted something. I wanted to hold on to something, some fantasy of who he was and what I get to bask in in that light. And I tell you, 
it went on like that for a while. And then finally, Dart just went too far. He just went too far. He tells me one time we were hanging out. He says, you know, I was hanging out with Gwyneth. Um, we had dinner and sometimes like, you know, I meet her for lunch and uh, she's really cool. You know, we talked about our lives. And they weren't hooking up or anything. And even if they were, that wouldn't have bothered me. I was like, wait, 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 wait. You actually went out and made plans for lunch. You actually had a conversation. Wait, let me get this right. And you actually asked her about herself and talked and had a, like, a relationship. And granted, it was what I wanted all along from him. What I was like, you know, I've cut him so much slack. You know, he's like, you know, he's Darth Vader, man. He's got stuff to do. Like, he doesn't have time for all that, like, jibber-jabber. And the reality is, he did have time. And, and there's no better way to awaken the force in a woman than by pissing her off. And there was something, like, I was mad. I was, like, mad. And I started to feel like, what, what is that? Is that? Is that my force coming back? Oh, my God. And I was pissed. And so I was done. I was like, okay. And, you know, it's funny now, but at the time, the most painful part of it was I was always seeing him through my eyes. I never once thought about what he was seeing, how he was seeing me. And for the first time, I had a glimpse of what he saw. And it was someone who was weak and depleted and a doormat, not an equal but a toy. So that kind of just blew it all up for me and I was horrified. Uh, and so I was like, okay, I'm gonna muster all the will I can to, to end this thing, and I do. I delete his number from the phone, I put my girlfriends on speed dial, I was like, whatever it takes, and I did. And I walked away. I walked away. So four years later, I'm in a galaxy far, far away from Oakland. <laughs> Los Angeles, California. And my force is back, like badass back. Like I'm in grad school, I'm finishing grad school, I've got a great future ahead of me. I'm in love with this guy who's kind and funny and like awesome and we're gonna move in together. And you know, it's just great life, right? And I go to my office and I like sit down, I was like, you know, I haven't checked my Yahoo account, you know, since, since I switched to Gmail. I'm like, let's see what's going on in that old Yahoo account. And I checked my email, and there it is, an email from Darth. Subject line, I've been searching for you. <laughs> I was like, shit. Uh, and so I, re I opened the email, and it says, Rahi, I've been looking for you for so long. Sounds like you're doing some great stuff out there. Congratulations. I just wanted you to know that I loved you all along. Girlfriends. I just was too messed up to see it. Hope you're doing well. Love to catch up soon. Love, Darth. Who writes an email like that? That's what I'm telling you. These Jedi mind tricks are a bitch. And I was just like, what the hell? So I'm sitting there and I was like, okay, this is my time. I have to delete this thing. I cannot enter. And just as I'm like fighting everything, 
It's like all I, all I feel is like I'm standing there like a Spike Lee movie. You know when you're just standing there and the rooms are passing behind you and Terrence Blanchard's like, you know, blasting his horn. And I was just like watching the whole thing again. And what I realized was I wasn't seeing his beautiful eyes and his helmet of hair and his beautiful body or his big drums. What I was seeing was me, weak, depleted, sad, desperate. It was horrifying. It was horrifying. That's what I remembered. And so I was like, all right, I got to do this. I got to hit delete. I got to hit delete. And it was like this beam was like, no, hit reply, hit reply. And I was like, no, I'm going to hit delete. And I did it. And I pressed delete. I didn't just delete the email. I deleted my whole Yahoo account, people. Because you know what? I got the force now, bitch. Thanks.